It's time again for The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership. Hi, I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker. And I'm Chuck Kuala, former Senate Majority Leader. And we're the insiders, and we're getting close to the end of the year here in 2023. Time to wrap it up with some questions looking back on the year. Chuck, what was the biggest political story in 2023? It was definitely the election of Janet Protasiewicz to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, and an impressive accomplishment on her part. She certainly deserves all the accolades that she's gotten. Uh, she certainly figured out how to run a Supreme Court race at the top level. Uh, she won with an 11-point margin across the state. And what happened was she was speaking about her values. Clearly, a lot of this was driven by what had happened with the U.S. Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade and the Dobbs decision. But I think Protosiewicz went beyond that and really started to say that the, the court has to recognize that there are certain fundamental values which the court will uphold and that and I think she did that well, and that's why you saw 11% of the people, or an 11% margin in a state that when you are now with Supreme Court races clearly running either as a progressive or as a conservative, we could almost attach Democrat and Republican labels to them. I think in, in this environment, the, the public spoke very loudly and very clearly on this matter, and I think that that will be reflected in the decisions of the court, whether it's redistricting or abortion or other issues out there. But I also think it it gives you an insight into what's going to happen in future races. And I think one of the things that Scott probably would acknowledge as well is that there's been a flip in Wisconsin. Uh, more of the highly educated folks in Wisconsin are voting in these in these spring elections. And clearly, uh, a race such as the one run by Janet Protosiewicz is going to have a continuing appeal. And I think it is going to be very hard for conservatives to be able to take back the court or even to keep the margin at the 4-3 that it's at right now. Well, obviously, the reason that this was the biggest political story of 2023 is not just that a single person got elected to the Supreme Court, but that she uh, helped create a different majority than the majority that we've had. So now we have a liberal uh, majority on the Wisconsin Supreme Court, and it's clearly a, a majority with uh, some aggression here. Um, they are they are willing to go out and revisit all sorts of issues that have been decided in the past. They are willing to take a look at overturning precedents um, and overturning laws um, in a bunch of areas. And so now you've seen this could have consequences for the next two, three years easily uh, in Wisconsin, if not for a generation or two, how they decide the abortion question that is before them, whether the 1849 law is constitutional or not? What about the 20-week ban? Are both of those unconstitutional or just one of them unconstitutional? There's a bunch of questions there. School choice, um, and not just private school choice, but open enrollment and charters are all in that one lawsuit that has been filed before the Supreme Court. That's a, that's more than 100,000. Let's see, that's closing in on like 150,000 children in Wisconsin. That's 15% of the students in the state of Wisconsin who could be ripped out of their schools, depending on which way the, the court goes on something like that. Um, you have the redistricting case, which would scramble all the elections in the state of Wisconsin. You now have an Act 10 case that uh, someone has filed before them. Uh, they're gonna be making some profound decisions 
there could be chaos in some ways from those decisions there clearly could be uh they have to come up with rationale for overturning precedents of previous Supreme Courts on on a bunch of those decisions so this is a very very consequential election um we try to remind people all the time that your vote matters and that elections do have consequences no doubt that spring election for the Wisconsin Supreme Court will have consequences for many years to come in this state I think the key here is that and Scott is right that the the 4-3 the decision or the this created a 4-3 majority on the part of progressives at the Supreme Court level and, and that is important but I think the reason that you're seeing this court being as aggressive as it is is two things number one it's that there were very aggressive actions taken by a very conservative court before this I was actually astounded at the language that was used by the conservatives in this court as an attorney it is nothing that we've seen in the state in the 40 some years that I practiced law or in the many years before that that I watched what was going on in the court that's number one but even more importantly with the very strong public reaction that gave an 11 point margin to Justice Protosevich I think she ran a good campaign but the margin here was clear and I guess I would say to Republicans who by the way many years ago when I was in the legislature this is 20 some years ago I proposed that we have appointed Supreme Court justices not elected because maybe one branch of government, just as it is at the federal level, should not be subject to the whims of every two years what people might think. But this last vote was so overwhelming that, number one, I don't think conservatives can complain that the will of the people is not being done. And in fact, I think what happened here is that people realized that they were outraged by what had happened in the past by our conservative Wisconsin Supreme Court and the conservative National Court. And I think that there is a backlash to that. And one of the positives about having elections for this is that people can self-correct in these bodies much more quickly by simply having an election. Uh, maybe down the road, uh, Republicans will rue the day that they really made these into partisan races, which they did. And it's only afterwards that, that the progressives and the Democrats have caught up. But it's clear where the people are on this. And they do not want fundamental rights, like the right for a woman to make a choice with her doctor about what she's going to do with her body and how that impacts her family. They also want competitive maps in a competitive state. And I think those two fundamental rights are going to be reflected in the decisions of this court. And congratulations to the people of this state and to Janet Prosevitz for bringing us that result. Well, the actions of the court over the course of the next year will actually then set up the next election in 2025. Um, Ann Walsh Bradley will have to cast votes on all of those decisions, which could make those issues then all become issues for the 25 Supreme Court race. So we could be back at it again with questions on abortion and Act 10 and um, school choice and redistricting. All could be in the, in the mix for an election in 2025. It's gonna be a wild ride, but I think it's gonna be a good ride. We'll see. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Insider with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership.